episode seven. I think this is episode seven. This is probably episode seven. I have Ethan here today. Uh, we're going to talk about Rebels season four's finale. I guess you can call it a finale. Seems kind of final, but also not because Dave Filoni doesn't know how to kill off a character. Anyways, we'll talk about it. First episode. I don't know. Do we want to dive into it or do we want to talk about other news first? Let's. let's I think we should start off with other news first. Okay. Then, we'll, then we'll get into the beefiness. All right. So the two main things are, you know, there's more stuff about The Last Jedi coming out on Blu-ray, more stuff about the deleted scenes. There was a deleted scene that came out with Phasma and Finn, in which Finn exposed to the First Order that Phasma had. Um, so Finn exposed that Phasma put the sh- uh, turned off the shields on Starkiller Base, and that was kind of what the scene was about in the middle of their fight. And then Phasma, like, kills all the stormtroopers around her, and then Finn kills her. And that this kind of the scene, it was cool, but I don't really think it would it would like kind of mess up the pacing of the movie. So I can see why they didn't put it in. It made Phasma's like, you know, story much less epic than it could have been. But at the same time, if they made Phasma's story epic, then the movie would feel really weird and like it was two separate movies or something. So I understand why they didn't uh, include it in the movie. And um. Let's see. There's, there's some other news. Oh, yeah. So Disney copyrighted, reserved the rights for the trademark or the, the phrase Star Wars Resistance. So that's funny. Yeah. But that, that, that implies something, I think, because that's the exact same thing they did when Rebels was going to come out. They trademarked Star Wars Rebels like all over the place and copyrighted it and stuff. So my guess is that um star wars resistance might be the next show that they do because they're making an animated show so i can see that happening but what would they talk you, about you there know when that's coming out or no idea no know, my guess is 2019 yeah but... oh my god so far away mid 2019 maybe if not late 2019 but yeah i don't know i i, I feel like they have to either in the new movie series or you know the new animation series Something, I swear, something has to be about the Old Republic. That would like, be really cool. I, I need it. I need it for my soul. Like my soul, my soul needs the Old Republic somewhere in Star Wars canon. The Old Republic is like a really, really fun time in Legends. I think yeah. it's it's kind of one of my favorite eras. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I can't see them doing that anytime soon. As much as I want them to, the more I think about it, oh, like I, could, I feel. I could, I could, I feel like if they do that, it'll be several years out. Like 2021, we'll see the return of the Old Republic. I could be wrong about that, but it feels like they're trying to stay within kind of the the eras of the trilogies right now. And I feel like they'll eventually right. get beyond that, but I don't think for now that they're, they're willing to as, go beyond that. As there. long as it's in my lifetime, I'm good to go. It will definitely. Like, I mean, Star Wars is going to happen every year forever, basically now. So... At one point, they'll finally decide, you know what? People like the Old Republic. Let's go back there. It couldn't hurt. It'll happen at some point. Yeah, so that's a thing. But if Star Wars Resistance were the new animated show, like, what do you think it would cover? I don't know. I mean, like, if you look at the definition of Resistance, um, I don't... Let me look that up one second. Um, But I, I think it would definitely be a... It would definitely be moving on more so into the future, kind of like around the same time frame as uh as the latest you know trilogy or whatnot it'd probably be moving in along that time of course um 
But yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe it has Poe in it or something. That would be cool. Right. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But maybe like implementing like a little more, like some more Jedi and stuff like that. But taking a new twist on it would be really dope. Yeah. I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't really like the format of Rebels as far as it's just an episode after an episode and they're not like arcs usually. Mm-hmm. Season four is a different case because the entire season is one arc taking place on one place. But the rest of the show was just like an episode as its individual story. And I don't really like that as much. Right. So I kind of want to see more of a Clone Wars, like four episode arcs and things like that. Um, As for where it is, it's definitely going to be after Return of the Jedi. I'd be extremely disappointed if the whole show was like, we have Sabine and Zeb back and there's Hera and jason yeah. and that would uh absolutely be horrible that would actually that that, that would ruin stars for me or at least the, the animation aspect of things yeah like i don't know i'm kind of losing faith here because i feel like every time they make a show dave filoni is just going to bring back his previous characters and that's kind of going to be it and then nobody dies right. which isn't a problem that nobody dies but it's when no when people need to die to fit the era that they're in you know what i mean like, it's one thing, like, to have a story where characters don't die. That's perfectly fine in some contexts. But when you keep bringing them back time after time, when they, like, shouldn't be around based on the already existing universe rules, and then you have to retcon everything, I just don't think... If you have the opportunity to not have to retcon something by not making a story, you have to retcon. That's kind of how I feel. I, I feel like Clone Wars did a good job for the most part. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a couple of things that were like, well, you know, you probably shouldn't have brought him back. But for the most part, like, if somebody actually died, they actually died. You know, I feel like, I feel like Clone Wars is the, I feel like Clone Wars is the perfect role model for, like, any animation series, in my opinion. I mean, it's really good. I would like to see another Star Wars show that, like, kind of follows after that. Like, bringing Maul back was kind of questionable, but it turned out, like, the stories they did with that were good enough that I can ignore the fact that it's really stupid that he survived. And Mm -hmm. I guess at the end of the show, they're like, Ahsoka just kind of leaves the Jedi Order and that's it, which I also didn't really think worked. It was just that Filoni wanted to see his characters again. Right. I kind of hope that, you know, she she has somewhat of a part in uh, Resistance, if that's what we're calling it. Um, I think that would definitely be interesting. But I found the definition for resistance. The refusal to accept or comply with something. The attempt to prevent something by action or argument. And uh, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like that sounds very rebelish. Uh, well, yeah, because I mean, action. that's what the, res- like, the resistance in like The Force right. Awakens and everything, mm-hmm. right? So like it's funded by the New Republic and everything. It takes place after Episode Six. The Probably. resistance... Um, opposes the first order you know like you know then the sequel trilogy is just with the resistance right so i don't know if it's in that era that would be really strange to have something like i don't know maybe the show starts like in between episode eight and nine or something yeah actually just fills in you know like Mm -hmm. some like you know cool minor details that we haven't really seen in any comics or anything like that yeah i think that might be interesting but i also don't want to see it i want to see something new but i also want to see something done right and so if you're gonna do something horrible do it in an era I don't care about, I guess. So mm-hmm. maybe that's better. Kind of like Rebels, but the only good thing about the Rebels was the story. But the actual animation was complete trash. Anyways. Anyways. Yes. Um, yeah, maybe we should talk about the the finale here. So yeah. let's see. The last Down two episodes. What happens in the last two episodes? Uh, the first one, 
was them luring Governor Price to their base on Lothal and then capturing her and killing lots of stormtroopers in a giant epic fight with wolves. And that was kind I, of the plot. I think I think A Fool's Hope, which is that episode, was... It wasn't it a weak episode, but it was more action-packed. And that was kind mm-hmm. of more straight to the point than the, the later episode. Um, but... I really, I really do like what they did. I, I really liked what they did with that, you know, episode. Yeah. They've been known to do really dumb things with the action before. And I felt like the action in uh, that episode was really yeah, well but, done for Rebels. So I liked it. The, the wolf ravaging part, you know, just completely that was really destroying good. some, some uh, stormtroopers was, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are a lot of examples in Rebels where... Like, Blaster Fire just misses every single character, you know? But, like, yeah. that's kind of a thing in Star Wars to begin with. It's it's more believable in the movies somehow than in the show because they're not standing right out, right out in the open. They're, you know, hiding somewhere behind a wall or something like that, and Stormtroopers constantly miss. It's it's kind of a it different situation, me, but it, it's it always really a thing in Star Wars. Me. It does bother me. Because you'll see, like, there would be a scene, right, where they would, like, the Stormtrooper would run up and, you know, you'd have, like, somebody like Zayn or whatever, and they would run up, like, five feet within each other, pause for a split second, then start shooting at each other, miss a couple of shots when you're five feet away, and then carry on. I'm just, like, yeah. I'm dying inside. They made inside. it too unbelievable. I'm just, yeah. I'm dying inside. Especially because now we're used to the sequel trilogy where Stormtroopers actually hit. You know, they don't always miss, mm-hmm. you know? They're actually kind of good and we're used to that so seeing stormtroopers that suck that bad worse than they are in the in star wars like yeah you know what just, you hope. it was it's, a little much it, was, it yeah. was a little much but other than that it was pretty good um i don't know it's not like the best episode ever but it's not the worst so mm-hmm. yeah oh and one thing i wanted to point out was that i thought it was weird that they did that thing with the ghost where like it flips around and hits a ship out of the air like we saw in the solo trailer yeah i I, don't I mean, know. it was cool. I was like, but it I was mean, like it was cool, but it was also like them just trying to show off. I guess it just. I felt like it I was too on the nose. Necessary. I don't know. Sometimes Rebels does this where they'll use like they'll like literally take lines from other movies and just like insert them back into the <laughs> show and things like that. And especially like that ship thing, I felt like was too on the nose. Like, guys, are you ready for Solo? I don't know. I I found that really annoying. And kind of obnoxious. I've heard that they apparently came up with those concepts completely separately or whatever. And it wasn't like an attempt to reference Solo. But I don't really buy that because it looks... It's like the exact same shot almost. You know, the way they do it. They hit the ship to the, you know, the left. And everything about that is almost exactly the same. So... Right. I don't know. I don't buy that. It, like they just happened to do that. They were trying to reference it, and I feel like it, the references are too on the nose. I don't know. Lately, I'm becoming. I'm like becoming a grump about references because I understand references and I like it when they reference things. But then sometimes it's like too much. You know, there's a lot of examples of just like way too intense kinds of references. For example, like Ready Player One or something like that, where it's just all references, and that kind of thing starts to bug me. So as I'm in the midst of reading Ready Player One and I see references in Rebels, I'm like, no, I Wait, thought you were better than references? this. Well, I mean, yeah, because they keep referencing Star Wars, like the other episodes and things like that. And they like have the same lines and everything. 
So it kind of, it annoys me. But anyways, uh, then the next episode, the next episode, they take Governor Price and they try to go to the, whatever the name of the city is on Lothal, the capital city. I don't Uh, know if it's like Imperial City or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it's like something with the A, I believe. Yeah. And then they, through this long kind of plot, they they decide that they're going to take the entire, like, Imperial Station, shoot it up into the air, and then blow it up, okay? And just for a second, consider, is it dumb for the Empire to have made a giant station thing that's, like, stationed on Lothal that you can just fly up into the air and self-destruct? Maybe that's a dumb thing to have designed. I think it was a dumb thing to design, but I think if Mm -hmm. you also look at the reasoning for it, just for mobility to go to, you know, planet to planet or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That sure. was kind of the the emperor's, um, not the emperor's, but the kind of the, the headquarters, right? And so if, like, something happened to the planet, if there was a war going on the planet, and they just so happened to leave instead of, like, probably wasting um, millions and millions of credits just on that. I, right. I don't know. But it seems kind of weird that they're, like, self-destructing it. Right? It was, was that of, just me? Like, did they, did they, they it it's not like they set it up with explosives or something. Like, they just self destruct. That it doesn't seem little, like. It was convenient. It was a little too convenient. Yeah. I mean, if like... the Death Star had a self destruct thing, then A New Hope would have been a lot easier and Luke wouldn't have needed to fly the X Wing. Just go onto that oh, base and have press. Ended. Yeah. That, that would have been funny. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just felt like that was weird. And then also, when you consider the fact that when they blow it up, it's not like it's just vaporized. All the shrapnel's just gonna fall down and destroy the city, but apparently it doesn't. The, so wasn't the force field like on the dome too? Yeah, so that it's not like there was a force field the... to protect them. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't understand because like they were at, at one side, you know, all the. Uh, I really feel like the shrapnel should have like, yeah, started to fire on the planet, right? And you know they they were just in time to put the force field around the planet, but once I, I don't know oh well i guess those like creature things did come i'm I'm jumping ahead sorry go 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 ahead you really are <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's their that's their plan to go and blow it up and then they're going to blow it up and then thrawn's there and they're like well if we fly up now we'll hit the star destroyer and it'll like then it'll rain down on the citizens and destroy them or whatever and it's like yeah but that's what's going to happen anyways if you blow up the space station or whatever it is mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so then they, Ezra, like, goes up there to Thrawn, and he has this whole interesting thing where he can, like, see his parents, and he sees the Emperor. One thing I will point out about the Emperor that I thought was cool is that they decided to continue on with the concept that the Imperial propaganda makes Palpatine look like he's this young, younger, at least, nice guy. And, like, that, you know, he obviously doesn't look like that anymore or anything like that. But I like the concept that they're still using this propaganda, like they talked about in some of the books. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool addition, and like, just kind of like, remaining consistent. And it makes sense. It it really mm-hmm. and truly does like make sense, you know, in that yeah. in that whole scene. That's kind of one of those context things I really like about Star Wars is that like, it's there. You just don't like notice it immediately. And I don't know. I thought that Rebels pointing it out was actually pretty cool. And then he's able to see his parents or something like that in this weird force visiony part of the um temple on lothal that is apparently in thrawn's ship and then he decides not to and he breaks it 
and then Palpatine's all angry or something, and then he fights Thrawn. But what he does to fight Thrawn is he gets the space whales from season two to like fly in and like attack the ship and then fly off. And I didn't really know that was possible, but that's cool. Um, I think in season two we did see that they could like jump into hyperspace, <sighs> which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, the but the Pergil jump into hyperspace, you know, like that's kind of what they do. I don't know if you saw that episode in season two. I don't know. But yeah, I I, 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 I that's kind of I was what kind they've. Of surprised. Yeah. They, they were there in season two and they, they did that. They were like the original hyperspace users or whatever. Um, so that was kind of interesting, I guess. The only thing I didn't like about it is that it's like, guess what, guys? Ezra didn't die, even though he got shot with a blaster right before they did that. And Filoni's confirmed both Thrawn and Ezra are alive. And. Well, I love Thrawn so much, and I don't want Thrawn to die. I was, like, upset that I'm like, They're, you're really killing Thrawn this easily. I mean, I guess he couldn't have predicted it, so that's cool, but... He did, I, know, it seemed... I think, like, I think it was in Season 2 or something like that, he made a reference of, like, uh, you know, I could see your uh, I could see your feet within, like, uh, cold, like, arms or whatever, and it was, like, the creature's, like, tentacle arms. Uh, oh. It was kind of cool. <laughs> he did reference it, like, forever ago. I think it was either Season 2 or 3. If that was where Thrawn went out, I would have been kind of upset. So, in a way, maybe I'm just super fan servicey about it, and I'm glad that he's alive, but at the same time, I would rather have had Thrawn and Ezra die than Thrawn and Ezra live. You know? If they're... Well, they, least... If it's... Yeah. Sorry, I don't ahead. know. It's just, it's... I just at least have Thrawn live. I personally... I don't like Ezra. Yeah. I just hate his... I hate his Ezra's character. not a particularly good character to begin with. And then on top of that, he's, like, annoying in the way he delivers his lines. Um, and then on top of that, I just don't understand why he would need to be around or why he would magically have this plan that... I don't know. He doesn't usually come up with plans. But it was okay. It was interesting, whatever. I just don't like... Right. Then after that, there's, like, this final scene where Sabine's going out with Ahsoka to find Ezra after Return of the Jedi... All that stuff. Like, it, it made sense within the context of the universe. Yes, the retcons were successful in some ways because it wasn't the Rebel Alliance who took over Lothal so the Empire wouldn't be fighting the Rebellion or whatever in that case. But they could have easily come back and, like, taken the city. So I don't really know why they didn't do that, maybe, at any time during the series, the original trilogy felt like they had the resources to do that but i guess not mm -hmm. um so yeah sabine goes off with ahsoka to find ezra somewhere in space and i guess theron would be there too or whatever um and then and then hera hera has a kid now who is kanan's kid right. and his name is jason like from the eu so now we have a jason and a ben and they're both basically I don't I don't know. It's it's so much uh so much legends ripoff, but also I don't like Jason is the I ugliest like character they... in Star Wars now. You realize this, right? Like Jar Jar <laughs> has a better design. Jason is the ugliest thing in Star Wars. <laughs> that is that is true. But I think that I, I, I do like how they are Taking some of Legends and EU and shedding it into light. I do appreciate no, that's that. True. But one thing that I think you yeah. did, one thing uh, that I don't know if we talked about was that Palpatine, um, you know, they, they 
captured Ezra and they took him to the temple, right? Because Palpatine was building up a temple. I don't know. Did you talk about this? I don't. Yeah, like it was. I mean, it was pieces from Lothal's temple. Right. It was. Yeah, and that, like, you know, his, um, you know, his family was there, and he was tempted. And I feel okay. Ezra, I swear, <clears throat> is a Mary Sue. He's worse hmm. than Ray. He's so much worse than Ray, because throughout all the seasons, he's had this desire for his parents, and like he would do anything. I think in one of the one of the episodes, he quoted that he would do anything, you know, to be with his parents again, right? And so he saw his parents and this like portal thing. Uh, and then he made the conscious decision not to, you know, go into that or whatever, and not to give in to um, the Emperor's plan, which I think realistically wouldn't happen. You know, just like knowing his character and knowing how much like quote unquote family means to him and friends or what have you, I feel like he would have like gone into that. You know what I'm saying? And because he's this perfect Jedi, he didn't. But knowing his character and from everything that I've seen before, I just, I, I think that was a little, uh, that wasn't necessarily what his actual character would do from what I've seen. Maybe. I felt like they tried to show that he had moved beyond his family in some ways because, you know, he found a new family with like Hera and Sabine and everybody was like kind of his new family, the crew of the ghost. So like he was trying to look out for his family and so he didn't go see his family or something was the point. But also, I guess in a world between worlds, he has the chance to save Kanan and doesn't. So like we've seen that kind of action before. But I feel like it was just the last second in season four that they're like, okay, no, he's good again. Because in season three, they go back and forth between like, is he just going to like fall to the dark side or is he good? And then in season four, they're like, yeah, no. Right. It would have been good. He'd fall. Yeah. In season four, they're like, no, he's good. He makes every right choice, which fine. It's a kid's show. I get it. A couple of episodes, like with just him and like Darth Maul, then he realizes like how like bad the dark side is, I guess, or like it's not for him or whatever. Yeah, there should have been maybe more of an arc to see that because it seemed like he was constantly walking between the light and the dark in the same way Anakin was and then just decided, nah, I don't know. Even after Palpatine, like, it's basically like he's Anakin, but somehow better. I don't know. So, yeah, maybe you can call him a Gary Stu. He's trying to be portrayed a little bit better. Yeah. I felt like maybe Filoni just wanted to try his own version of Anakin or something. I don't I don't know. Maybe. I don't want to have to like go into it too much over that. But yeah, that depends on how you look at it, but maybe didn't really fit his character arc for the whole show. Um Probably not, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like the conclusion was too and then everything was okay. And everybody lived, and it was a happy ending, despite the fact that pretty much everybody should have died and could have died, but for no reason at all, the Empire never came back, and they had a happy old time, and even Ezra didn't die even after his noble and heroic sacrifice at the end. I've kind of marveled at it again. He got shot. He got shot. Like He, lit. he did. He got oh, shot, and then he got shot into hyperspace. He was, he was, and plus, he got shot into hyperspace, yes. But did you notice that there was no windows in that room? There was no windows. That's so true. I, he, they would have died automatically. And sure, he is a Jedi. He's a Jedi, sure. He could have lasted for like a little bit, but no 
Jedi could like last for like ever and ever. And Thrawn, I mean Thrawn, he's a non-force user. He would have died like that, you know. As soon yeah. as those like lastings opened, he should have died. And even to be in hyperspace, it was a little much. Yeah, I didn't really see how they. I don't know. Kind of and, and just an unsatisfactory ending in a lot of ways, but at the same time, right. it was an actual conclusion. And they at least tried to retcon it. I don't like the retcons. I just, I never like the retcons. So I'm kind of upset that they had to retcon it just because they didn't want to kill off a character or end the story in the way that the story was going to end just for the sake of a happy ending. But it wasn't like horrible. Like it could have been so much worse. And for that, I'm kind of thankful. But I don't know, going back to the point where, like, when he's back in the temple, he was tempted, right? He was, he was certainly tempted, and uh, he was able to resist that temptation. But not only that, like, he takes down the portal. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's he basically true, yeah. gets rid of, like, his entire way uh, to his family. And in the past, in the past, you know, I feel like he wouldn't have done that. I, I don't know. I have a lot of problems with uh, with fool's hope and you know um, in the last episode in the season finale uh, there's just a lot of plot holes I, I think yeah I mean I wouldn't call them plot holes but just like unrealistic character arcs I guess I don't know right. something and about I, it and I'm kind it's of not... thinking about the whole thing about the windows being broken too you know when they jumped no that's true space. yeah just and... but that's like not in the story that he's specifically alive it's they think he's alive but then feloni outside of the show confirms yeah he's alive he's fine i feel like that just the fact that they let him live if they let him die and then they went searching for him thinking that he had to still survive that's one thing but the fact that he's alive i don't know it's just it's not all that great but it's also a kid's show so it is also a kid's show i don't, I don't know. know and then you have like you know star wars fans like us and you're on another level than i am but i mean we're like nitpicking it and like they have to make it for everybody, you know? Not I guess to some extent they do. There are major Star Wars fans who, like, love Rebels more than, like, even the movies, and it's, like, the best thing ever to them. But I just don't think it's... I don't think it's all that good. I mean, it's not the worst. It's not horrible. Um, season 4 is probably my second favorite season. Like, if I had to rate, rank them, it would be Season 3, Season 4, Season 2, and then Season 1. I don't know if you ever saw. I think it was a it was a spam between um, Clone Wars and Rebels. They came out with Star Wars uh, Star Wars Legos or something like that, right? And it was basically mm-hmm. Star Wars, but you know, uh, with a Lego plot version. And that was the worst thing I have ever seen. And I was young when I saw. I was pretty young, and I saw an episode recently, and Yoda, like. <laughs> Excuse me, but he seemed like he was high throughout the entire movie, <laughs> or not movie, uh, TV show, or like that episode. It was absolutely, absolutely horrible. And um, mm. this is a little off topic, but um, I'm I'm glad that they didn't that they didn't do that with this, you know, with Rebels or anything <laughs> else for that matter. Yeah, if you had to like rate the show as a whole, or like, yeah. would you recommend it that other people watch it? Like, what would you say? Rebels, I recommend watching Rebels. Honestly, I would. I would for the heck of it because there's a lot of good story plots in the whole for it. Um, and if you're in, 
in the midst of being in between being bored and like having nothing to watch rebels i think is definitely a good time filler and especially if you like star wars it just gives you a little bit more of that lore i guess mm-hmm. yeah but i there are, there are i'm not sure i'd recommend you it have honestly. To prepare to cringe. i mean there are those moments where you have to prepare the cringe no that's totally true i just don't know if people could get through season one really like i wouldn't recommend people try to get through season one that's just not that great and then the way the show ends isn't like phenomenal enough that i feel like you need to be there for the whole ride or something so i i don't know i'd say there's good stuff in it there's like definitely good stuff in it but overall i'm not sure i'd recommend it as being like worth the watch if you haven't seen it um Clone Wars, though, I think is I mean, like, you could watch, like, there's a couple of pretty important episodes in whole for, like, the Star Wars lore that you could watch. That's kind of what I did. I kind of skipped season two and some of season season three just because I was on a time crunch and I I couldn't watch, you know, every single episode. But, I mean, yeah. Right. It's it's definitely not the best. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But then one thing that I thought was interesting that I guess we didn't talk about is that so now Captain Rex is that old guy you see at the end of Return of the Jedi. So that's interesting. He's like there in... Yeah, he's like a rebel on Endor. You see him there. And they decided, oh my gosh, that guy does look like Rex. Let's just retcon that too. So yeah, Rex is officially in the original trilogy, which is strange. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not sure if I hate it or I'm fine with it, but I feel like I kind of hate it. I don't know. I, I so I don't know. I don't, I don't really like Ezra's that Ezra's like one. a terrible character. Ezra's a bad character, and everything else is fine at best. Some plot elements are good. I don't know. It's not the best show ever, and I'm sorry if you really love that. I'm not trying to, like, crap on it. Like what you like. I just... As far as my subjective opinion goes, I don't like the show. I've decided. There are seasons I like, I guess. But overall, eh, not really worth the watch for me. I guess other than to keep up with Star Wars. Of course, I'll always keep up with Star Wars. Right, right, of course. The only good thing about Rebels in Whole was episode 13, A World Between Worlds. That That was was kind of the... that was my sole purpose for watching Rebels. It was good. It was a really good episode. And it was, yeah, a really interesting part of canon lore. And the more I think about, like, okay, so that's really cool. And I know, don't think they'll ever really go back to it again. But if they ever do go back to it again, there's a chance they could, like, ruin Star Wars with it. So that makes me nervous. That is true. I feel like it's something that was really cool. But I hope that they never touch it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they will for a long time, but when they do, it's going to be really upsetting. If, so. they, if they don't do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that's kind of that's kind of all I have to say about Rebels. How about you? Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot in no. the last two episodes. Not a whole lot of jazz. Jazz. Oh, but I do, I do have a question. Who mm-hmm. do you think made that temple? I mean, it is a Jedi temple. It is, but. that is true, but, like, if it, it had to be around for, like, a really, really long time, able to have all of those, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of the oldest ones, and it 
was back when the Jedi knew about Mortis, and then they kind of forgot about it, Maybe. or whatever. Yeah, that's true. All right, yeah, but I don't really have anything else to say. So. All right. Well, I guess there's not other. There's not a lot of other news for Star Wars, is there? Um. Oh wait, no. Actually, what am I talking about? Of course, there's extra news. So, um, they announced that John Favreau is signed on to executive produce and write a live action Star Wars series. So that is the live action television show that is going to air on the live streaming service. And that's so that's John Favreau working on that. And he directed like Iron Man and Iron Man two and Jungle Book and that sort that of thing. So, like, he, that is exciting. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, it's cool to know who's going to do that. And I don't think John Favreau stinks or anything, so that'll be fine. But it's also kind of boring and conventional, like a lot of the director choices have been lately. So, or, you know, producer choices or writer choices, like they've all been kind of boring. And I feel like this is just another boring example of something boring. It's boring. Mm -hmm. Um, that'll happen 2019, I guess, is when that's probably slated for that's just i think that's my guess i don't think that's announced but that's when the live streaming service is coming out so yeah let's just say 2019 i'll be interested to i mean obviously i'll watch it that'll be fun to review those but i don't think it'll stink so that's something it's a it's good news i'll say that it's good news it's not great news so do you have any opinions on that or no not entirely i i i guess i just have to see it yeah I'm, I'm excited for the director though i mean iron man 2 and iron man 1 was pretty fantastic so i'm excited that's to see true yeah with that. yeah i think he he just well he knows how to make things and do them well without hopefully without ruining it he's been on yeah a lot of cool projects and stuff like and he's done a good job with them so i'm not really all that nervous about it so there we go. That That's some news. <laughs> Next episode's probably going to be a bit more conventional, a bit more planned out. But we finally talked about the conclusion to Rebels, and now every week is not a Rebels review. Now we just talk about Star Wars. So that's fun. That sounds, that sounds good. I'm a little tired uh, of Rebels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot to talk about other than that, though. Uh, for example, we have done a debate episode, which I think came out last week. We've done other kinds of episodes. Sometimes we just talk through the news. Sometimes we debate. Sometimes it's topical. Sometimes it's a review. Uh, there's a lot of different things to talk about in the Star Wars universe. So, yeah, this is not the end of the podcast. I don't know why anybody would think it is, but, yeah, it'll it'll stick yeah. around longer. And there's there's probably more entertaining episodes than the ones we've already put out that are coming up. So, yeah, stick around, person. And... I have a, another podcast where we talk about movies called The Gosh Daniel Podcast. I think we're going to review Wrinkle in Time next. Going to go see that tonight to review. And I'm on Twitter at Revan Card. And then Gosh Daniel, at Gosh Daniel is another Twitter account that I use to tweet things. And let's see, mm -hmm. what else is there? I don't know. There's a full archive of our episodes, but that doesn't really matter where that link is because you already have a full archive on itunes or wherever it is that you're listening to it on thank you for listening if you give us a five-star rating then people will actually give our podcast a chance which would be incredible to 
right. have other people it'll, listen. It'll pop up on their little recommended. That'd be great. And we, we need all the reviews we can get because we're pretty new as a podcast. We just started out. Mm-hmm. So I, I would appreciate that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Ethan, uh, you will be on the next podcast, the next several, the next. Maybe, yeah, maybe you will just be a permanent down. co-host at some point. That would be incredible. Yeah, all right. Sorry. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So right. that's been uh, the scare of transmission. Thank you. Um, may the force be with you, I guess. That sounds awkward to say, but okay, yeah, there you go. Have a good May day. the force be with you. Bye.